Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on? You're listening to episode 205 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host and 64 Josh Player 2. Hey, Zero, what's up, buddy? What's going on? What is up, NPC fam? It is your boy, Hate Zero, your hero. It is your boy. There your you go. Boy. Guys, that music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Uh, get something awesome like, uh, you know, blood, sweat and pixels. Uh, the chair I'm sitting in is from OPC. Go to n64josh.com slash OPC to automatically save $10 at checkout. And I have to let you guys know. That another castle is now available not only on Kindle, but also as a paperback on Amazon. It is now it. available. I did it. It took me. It. It, it it took me a good chunk of the day, Monday and Friday, but I finally I finally got it all formatted and figured out. Uh, and I have I'll have my mic. I'll have a copy here tomorrow. And so I'm 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 kind of excited to uh, to hold it in my hand. You know. It's uh, yeah, and it's soon to be soon to be on Audible. I I uploaded everything Friday and they sent back and said that the few things I had to fix. So I fixed all that today and resubmitted. Uh, They say 10 to 14 days and they had it back from I did it on Friday and they contacted me today. So it doesn't seem to take them very long. So who knows? Maybe by the end of the week. Another castle will be up on uh, up on Audible as well. Uh, here's the thing: if you if you you can actually read it the book for free by going to like Kindle Unlimited. It's a part of that. Uh, uh, it's it, it's a part of that. So on Amazon, search for another castle and put my name, my first name, Josh, at the end of the search. It'll be the top the top result for you that way. Otherwise, if you do just another castle, there's a lot of stuff that I. You know, that's not me like romance novels and stuff, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, pretty exciting, pretty exciting. Um, and speaking of exciting things, we're going to, we're going to get over to the announcements because I got something else exciting for you guys. Hey, listen, the Mario project is happening. Okay. What is the Mario project? You might ask. Well, I'm so glad you asked. What is the Mario project? So the Mario project is, uh, is going to be a series of of books and audiobooks that we are going to be writing. And when I say we, I'm talking to every person that has my voice in their ears right now. Okay? That's what I mean by we. So if you go to n64josh.com uh, slash the Mario Project, you can see uh, exactly what I'm talking about. But, but essentially, I'm going to pick from the first 25 people that submit stories to me. And I have, I have ideas for you on, uh, on this post, like to describe where you live, to describe what you look like, to kind of just tell us a story that involves maybe you getting your, your NES for the first time or your super Nintendo, your game boy, your 64, whatever it is. The, the first time you completed a game, it doesn't necessarily have to be Mario. It can be, of course, you know, but maybe it was punch out. Well, hey, Mario's the ref, right? Maybe you, maybe you beat Mike Tyson, right? Or maybe you beat Glass Joe, you know, Probably like, not, but <laughs> <laughs> and so I've already been getting a number of, of people submitting. Here's the thing. If you're number 26, do not lose heart. Okay. Captain Planet will be back right after. No, um, do, do not lose heart because I plan on doing these throughout the year a number of times so volume two could feature you okay that doesn't mean 
wait though. Okay. Just because I've let you know that there's going to be a volume two. Don't, don't wait, like jump on this. Why am I doing this? Well, it was, it's super exciting to me to know that I'm going to be holding a book that I wrote in my hands tomorrow. Okay. That's, that's, that's something I never ever thought I would be doing. Okay. And I want any, any of you guys that want to get involved with this, I want you guys to have that same opportunity to put, to, to put your story in print so that you can have, you could have the book. You could, you can show your friends and family, things like that. Like this may be the, you know, the catalyst that gets you started in, in writing. Maybe you never thought you could, you could write or be a writer or anything like that. I never thought I would write anything ever. I remember, I know what my grades were in, in school. I know what my English grade was right. Like, yeah, math was my strong point and I didn't even hardly do any math. So, uh, so I I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it may, that it may open up a creative outlet for some people. Right. And just, you know, who, who knows, who knows what could, what could happen with this. But, uh, so far the response has been very positive and I'm pretty, I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited about this because I want, I love hearing these stories. And that's one of the things that we hear all the time in feedback for the podcast is like, you know, they, they love the nostalgia aspect of it and things like that. And so I want to double down on that and just, just have these stories of, you know, some of them are going to be similar. Some of them, I mean, some of them are going to be, you know, kids that got the super Nintendo and the game boy for one Christmas and their parents huh. weren't divorced, you know, you know, who like, you are, you, you know, who you are exactly. And so that's, that's, th- th- those are the main reasons for doing this. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a, a great way for us to, uh, um, uh, just kind of, you know, look back on the last, I mean, it's been over 30 years since Nintendo has been putting out, uh, um, systems and, and, and games. And we have a lot of good times. Maybe we got, got us through some hard times. Like I, I want these stories to be as real as possible, you know? And so that's, I, I, I've, we don't have any clue how these stories may impact people, things like that. And that's really, that's really what this is about. So, um, um, so if you're, if you're, if you know about it, or you, you, you were thinking like you saw the post, but you're like, Oh, it's not for me. Or you, you automatically made an excuse. I really want to encourage you to get out of your comfort zone and, and, and write something up, just write a terrible first draft. Okay. And then send it to me and I'll, I'll do what I can to help you, you know, get the, get the second draft going. Right. Like that's, that's, that's kind of the point. If you can take that first step to get that first draft, then, you know, that that's, that's like the hardest part. Once that's, once that's done, you just got to kind of, uh, it's like drawing your picture and then you just start coloring it. Right. That's what it boils down to. So, yeah. um, so just write a crappy first draft and then, and then we'll go from there. So the Mario project, you want more details again, n64josh.com slash the Mario project. Um, other thing calendar, Guys, n64josh.com slash uh, slash calendar. That's got my streaming schedule. All right. Community game nights, things like that. I do want to let you guys know I'm going on vacation. So uh, I'm doing an interview show on Wednesday. So that will be that will come out Wednesday night. I won't be doing anything Thursday because we're actually leaving Thursday. Uh, I will do something something short and sweet while I'm gone so that there's still something in your feeds, but it's not going to be. I, I really try to use this time to kind of like fill up the reservoir the reservoir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so recharge uh, batteries, just got to kind of recharge, but there'll still be some, some IRL streams and things like that. So, um, so don't worry. There'll, st- there'll still be some content coming out and probably a lot on the blog. I'll, I plan on doing a lot of writing. That's what I'm really, really looking forward to. So, um, so, so there you go with that. We can, uh, we can, we can talk about what we've been, what we've been playing some, imp- some impressions here. So somebody described super blood hockey and I decided, I guess I should buy this. And I I don't know if you're excited about it or upset by your tone right now. So I'm, I'm as anxious as anyone listening. (laughs) No, I've like, I loved, I loved what I played. We're going to do a first look tomorrow. Nice. I, 
I haven't spent a ton of time with it. I've been I've been uh, playing Mario Kart and Steam World Quest. And okay. so the little bit that I played, I was trying so hard to kill somebody and <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't even get anybody to convulse on the ice. I was like, wow, this was so timid. I must have picked the wrong team. I picked the pacifist team or something. So uh, maybe so. <laughs> so but the the short little bit of time I spent with it, it is super fun. Like it, it's really yeah. good. Really, really good. So have you have you been playing it more? Uh I played it a little bit more. Um I'm I I finished one full season. Um because I'm doing the career mode and the game is very goofy and, and fun and you can, you know, kill people and people get stupid injuries like a, you know, dislocated earlobe or something, right? You get weird injuries, right? Fun stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's a pretty fun little sports game. Like the mechanics all work as you would expect them to. Um, It's not necessarily easy. So it's, it's a pretty solid game. Um, I haven't played it against anybody, but I look forward to the opportunity to play with somebody to see how competitive or fun that could be. Yeah, that's the, the, you know, I hear that often. Like, I wish this game had online. I wish it had online. Right. But, you know, and who knows, maybe if it sells well enough, maybe they can hire some people to do <clears throat> all that net code for them, you know, but yeah, that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. So uh, the other thing, like I said, I've been playing, I've been, I've been kind of just grinding on steam world quest. Uh, you know, the more I play that game, the, the more I like it, it was, it's, it's one of those games that you can kind of like, you can kind of, you can kind of just chill out with, but okay. y- y- the story kind of, you know, the story kind of, uh, it sucks you in and then the, the card mechanics and create like, I'm only just kind of scratching the surface, uh, for, from, you know, from my understanding, but, uh, I'm starting to learn about the, the decks a little bit better and, and building the decks and things like that. And there's, uh, it's pretty involved, but they do a good job of, of, you know, uh, of explaining as they're, uh, as they go. Uh, it's just, I think for me, just being my, my, my first time with a, this style of game, I'm always like, I'll, I'll see something and I'll be like, Oh yeah, I've got to do that. And then I'll forget. And then, so then I've been using the same cards for like three more acts and I'm like, Oh, you know, I have these new cards I need to try out, you know, but, but the system is interesting because like you have, I don't know what they, I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically like mana, if you will. Right. And so, you know, if you play this card, you get one piece of mana and this card gets one piece. And then, and then that, if you have that many pieces, then you can play, this other card, but you couldn't play that card at the beginning. You had to, you know, you had to wait to build up for it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, so you've got to be like, you have to be watching and looking at what, what cards you have. You can get two new cards. Each time you play, you can discard two cards, get two new cards, that kind of stuff. And so, uh, so there's been some times that I'm like fighting a boss and because of my hand, I can only use one like heal card and that's (laughs) it, you know? And I, and when I discarded, I didn't get anything, um, anything any better cards but uh really r- really really enjoying it and like i said the art style has grown on me the uh uh i worried a little bit about kind of getting lost uh possibly on the, like it, just in the world a little bit but that that wasn't the case at all like i i i know because i know my track record record with games like this where i'll be like Oh, I just went this way. Like I'll go, I'll do circles, you know? And I'm like, no, I was, but I, this one, I, it, it, I haven't had that problem. I've been able to, uh, hmm. um, to navigate around and get, get where I need to go. So, um, overall pretty, pretty pleased, pretty pleased with that game. So, um, I, I would say it's definitely worth a purchase if you're looking for something, uh, a really a great handheld game. Not that it's not good docked, but it's just one of those games that like, you know, if you're, if you're maybe putting on a movie or something that you're not super invested in, or maybe a TV show or something like that. Like um, that's kind of what I've been doing. Like, like over the weekend, like my, my daughter's been like super hooked on Sims four on my Xbox down on the main TV. So, you know, I'd be down there with my switch playing either Mario Kart or, or steam world. And then, uh, you know, my wife may be doing something on her phone or whatever. And we just kind of, we just kind of hung out that way. Steam world was a perfect game for that because if you need to stop and have conversation, it's not like Mario Kart or something where it's like, I don't have a pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
you can just yeah. like, you can, that that's one of the things I, I, I was enjoying about it. It was a, it was a, a pickup and play or put it away, you know? So nice. Um, Very nice. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, Hey, let's get on over to the news. Okay. So devil may cry coming to the switch. How do you feel about this? Um, I was a fan of the series, although I didn't pick up the the reboot or whatever that just came out for um, current consoles. But I I did enjoy the series. I from the announcement I saw, I couldn't tell if it's a direct port or if it's a HD remaster or what. Um, do you have any info on that? I I tried to. I tried to look it up too, or try to get yeah. any, and it was like this, the tweet seemed to be all the info I could find. I can look real quick and see what, uh, what, uh, what Nintendo life. Let's see. They're the first ones that yeah. are up on my thing here, but, uh, I'll, let me, I'll take a quick look. You can keep okay. chatting. Yeah. So I loved the series, but I don't know if it's a direct port that I'm going to jump back in. Um, and that's kind of how I feel with resident evil four coming to us soon. I'm, I, that's one of my favorite games of all time, but with it being just a port, um, man, I don't know if I can spend $30 on that again. Um, I'm tempted and who am I kidding? I'll probably end up doing it just because I love the game, but I'm probably not going to end up being very happy about it. Um, which is no surprise to anybody, but yeah, I think I'm torn. I'm torn on this. Um, it is a fun series and the first Devil May Cry was great. So yeah, I'm not seeing it's, it's pretty much the, the info we have is that, that, that tweet. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see any more, more info other than, you know, the producer and the director talked about how they would love to see the series on the switch. And, uh, you know, now devil may cry is going to be, is, is going to be on the switch. And so what this did get me thinking about is, is the ports and things like that. And so that's going to be our talking point when we get, uh, when we get, when we get through the news, because, uh, it's kind of been interesting. The, some of the, I I've posted the question about, are we getting too many and things like that? And the, the results have been, they've been uh, not really what I've expected. So, um, uh, kind of cool, kind of cool. But so moving right along, I'm going to, I'm going to pull up a tw- uh, tweet here. This okay. is from, let's see, this is from at, uh, Z huge EX. Okay. That's, that's his, uh, that's his, uh, that's his Twitter handle here. And, it's, and here's what he says. Uh, we'll start to see new game announcements and updates for already announced games starting from this week and through to E3. Some interesting projects to look forward to. So um, give you guys an idea. His little bio here says, I tweet about the video game industry, uh, senior analysis for Nyko Partners uh, covering uh, the digital games market in China and Southeast Asia. So, uh, th- from 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 my understanding i've seen that i've seen uh i i've seen this guy before i've seen stuff that he has uh um tweeted i mean looking right here uh 7 uh 7 hours ago multiple thq nordic ports for switch have leaked on eb games canada right and so let's see looks like uh dark siders 2 is, yeah, I saw that one. Is is one of them. So you know that's the kind of stuff you can expect from this guy. He's he's been uh, he's been for, from from my understanding. He's 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 pretty good with with what okay. he uh, with what he tweets out. It's usually not uh, he he's not like one of your just your typical leakers. I don't I don't believe so. Um, and lo and behold, what do we get today? We get Devil May Cry coming to the switch Microsoft showcasing uh, what looks like Minecraft AR with your mobile device, right? Puts Minecraft in the real world, basically. So, yeah. yeah so, so right off the bat, we've, we're already seeing, we're already seeing some, uh, uh, some, some, some announcements and things like that. So um, 
pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff. I'm curious, you know, like I, I like my gut feeling is that we are getting into a really exciting time when it comes to uh, game announcements and things like that. Like I, I have a feeling there's, we're going to be kind of like possibly bl- like blown away by how much stuff is going to be um, not only, not only coming to the switch, but I'm really, I'm excited for what Xbox is going to announce over the next few weeks in an E3 because last yeah. year was, was a kind of a big year for them as far as all the, the, the developers that they purchased. You know? And you have to assume they're posturing to, to just hit the ground running with the new Xbox. I, I don't know what they're going to call it now. They've totally screwed up their branding. So <laughs> it's uh, Xbox sad, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, you know, they might announce something for the, the 2020 Xbox that allegedly is coming. The new next gen that people are rumored to, to have. Um, so you think they're going to do something pretty cool. And I think we talked about it last year that. We thought then that devs waited for the first year to decide, like, how's the Switch going to do before we make anything on the system, right? And so now through, you know, maybe next year, we should really start to reap the rewards of that time and start to see these games from the devs who waited a year to to maybe port a game or create a game on the switch because they wanted to see how it did because they were afraid from the wii u i know that was something we had talked about like we think coming up it's going to be good i think that time is now and i believe we're already starting to see it you know i'm really stoked this week for saints row it's not the grand theft auto i've been hoping for um but to have some sort of open world game that i can just waste time in and and do stupid stuff like i'm really excited about that and that was a pipe dream a year ago. So I think we're in a really great time and I can't wait. I mean, there's so many games it's unreal. Yeah. And we'll, we're again, this kind of, it all falls into our, to our talking point. So I'm going to, I'm going to continue on And this. Actually, these last, this last news, this last little bit of news is going to transition perfectly into, uh, into this. And this is, this is coming to us from Nintendo life here. And it says uh, uh, that, Nintendo's newsletter suggests that uh, Cadence of Hyrule will be released this month. This month. So uh, it's it's looking like and I'll, I'll just read what the what their letter says here. It says as Link or Princess Zelda players explore randomly generated overworld and dungeons on a quest to save Hyrule and uh, ev- uh, and every beat of the 25 remix Legend of Zelda tunes is a chance to move, attack, defend and more. Um, from modern-looking Lionels to Hyrulean soldiers of old, players must master the instinctive movements of each pixel art enemy and strategically outstep them in a rhythmic uh, combat using uh, uh, using an arsenal of iconic items from The Legend of Zelda as well as uh, spells and weapons from Crypt of Necromancer. So, um, so yeah, it's currently listed as spring as spring 2019. They only got, I only have a month and a half left. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm so excited for this game. Um, I love all of the Zelda tunes remixes. Like, you know, my Spotify playlist is full of Zelda music and, you know, this is going to have all the music remixed and it looks charming. I'm, I'm so excited for this. I'm looking forward to it as well. And uh, as far as the release date, it says a recent Nintendo Europe email promoting all the games coming to switch this may includes cadence of Hyrule um, in between maybe the upcoming a, resident evil and assassin's creed. So, you know, maybe a direct or a Nindies, maybe Oh, who, who, who knows? Who knows? We, I mean, we learned about this game. What back in, uh, back in March, right? I believe so. Yeah, at the Nindy Direct, that's where we okay. that's where we found out about it. So, um, before yeah. we get to the talking point, can I complain about the fact that the untitled Goose Game has not come out yet and nobody's talking about it? Just give me the Goose Game. That's all I want. I just want to run around as a goose and scare people and terrorize the world. Just give me untitled Goose Game. You know, yeah. Let's put your foot down, man. Just put your foot down. <sighs> <laughs> it's I just done. want it exactly you know exactly i know you're, you're not alone you're not alone there's <laughs> a 
there's a handful of people that do. So I hope more than a handful, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, that, that I know that I know personally anyway, Okay, there's, okay. there's definitely a handful. So, uh, uh, Hey, let's, uh, let's move on over the talking points. Cause it's, uh, again, it's kind of all, it's all kind of ties together. Here we go. Okay. So I wrote, uh, just, just a quick article. I, I want to start incorporating our talking points with you guys, the community into uh, the Monday night show that we're doing. And so this, uh, this post came out a little bit later than I was hoping, but Hey, better, better late than never. Uh, and so I, I posed the question, does the switch have too many ports? Okay. Does it have too many ports? And so devil may cry kind of, kind of spawned this, this question in me because it's like, man, we're going like, you know, you, you'd kind of expect to see like devil may cry three or four or something, but like we're going all the way back. Right. And so, and correct me if I'm wrong. And maybe, Capcom seems yeah. to be mostly ports. I mean, I don't think they've put out anything new other than Mega Man 11 on the Switch that 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 I can think of off the top of my head. And again, maybe maybe somebody can correct me in chat or you guys can tweet at me, but uh I I I I believe that's, you know, that's uh yeah, I'm I'm looking now at the list of games. I I mean Monster Hunter World was was Capcom. But that's kinda. not on Switch. Oh, you're saying Switch. Okay, yeah. then yeah, you're I think you're absolutely right. It's it's all been ports. I, I think other than other than uh Mega Man eleven, right? We've got all yeah. those Mega Man collections, you know, things like that, but uh yeah. uh nothing nothing other than other than ports and you know they were they were early adopter for the switch you had street fighter you know the hd remix uh so you know but again it's like one of the things i put in this article is like a lot of you could tell you can see based on what nintendo has released you know toad's treasure tracker super mario bros u deluxe mario kart uh, donkey kong Right. I mean, Mario Maker 2 is coming out, but I mean, it's not too far from a port. Splatoon 2 wasn't too yeah. far from a port. Smash is uh, definitely an enhanced port, but it's, you know, I mean, it's still it's still they're, they're fairly similar games. Right. Not entirely, but 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 somewhat. So sure. they they have like they had a plan of no third parties getting on board is what it seemed like, right? They were like, okay, we're going to make sure that there's software coming out for the switch, no matter what happens with third parties. Now, now third parties are showing up and I mean, and, and showing up big time square, right? Like final fantasy for days. So, so much final fantasy. And so yeah, they're all coming. Right, 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 right. And so, you know, and and again, Capcom with it with a number of ports, Monster Hunter Generations, uh, Devil May Cry, all the Mega Man's, uh, Street Fighters, Dragon's Dogma. Right? There's, I mean, there's yeah. th- there's a handful of ports. The Resident Evils are coming, and we, uh, yeah, and they already have uh, they already have the first one uh, or the okay. first uh, first and second. Um, well, what is it? Resident Evil Revelations, right? Yeah. One and two. That's mm-hmm. that's that's on the Switch. So. You know, so they, they they seem to be going the safe route, right? Because I I think I think a handful of these developers are a little gun shy after what happened with the with the Wii U. Because everybody says, oh, there's no third party games on the Wii U, and they're not wrong. But when the system launched, you had Mass Effect three, you had Call of Duty, like there are a number of Deus Exes on there. You know, there are a number of games that did release on the uh, on the the, the, the Wii U. And so, yeah, but they got burned, right? Like they probably, they probably lost money on a lot of that stuff. And so they're, they're definitely kind of, you can just see they're, they're dipping the toe in the water. It's like I said, it's the low hanging fruit of these ports. 
And so I, I just posed the question, are there, are there too many? And so I'm going to ask you, are there too many? No, no, I don't think there's too many. I, I think, um, where things start to get weird is devil may cry. If they don't do a port and polish of it, um, now you're just porting pretty early PS2 games. Um, you know, that's where things are going to start getting weird. How far do we go? Do we go PS1 titles that are direct ports over? Like, do people really want to see that anymore? Maybe for really iconic titles. Um, well, that's I mean, what, they like, did it with Final Fantasy VII, right? Really iconic title. But that had a uh, few enhancements. Just it to, did. You know, but again... Not a ton, but yeah, it did. And so that's kind of... Oh, man, that's kind of the question, but... At the end of the day, you don't have to buy it. You know, just because it's not for you doesn't mean it shouldn't exist and it's not for somebody. Right. Um, you know, Saints Row 3, I'll use that in as, as an example. I didn't play it the first time and it's kind of scratching an itch that I have. So I'm excited for it. You may not be because you either don't like the genre or you thought the game was stupid or you know, what have you. Um, and that's okay. And I don't think when, let's say Capcom made a new killer app, let's say they made a new Dead Rising Switch exclusive, right? That's when I'm going to say everyone should go buy this game, show support, show love, so we get future games. But if a company is just throwing a port together, direct port, that's not one I think you should feel any obligation to buy if you don't want to. I mean, never buy anything you don't want to. But I will buy stuff to support developers and kind of show them, hey, you know, the Switch is a good place to invest. Um, I don't think you have to do that with ports. I think they know we're maybe only going to hit a small target audience, but it's easy money, easy port, easy win for everybody, right? That's kind of what I think they're doing with some of these. Heads down in chat says, I think it's super cheap for companies to bring old games to the Switch. However, flood the market, clog up the Nintendo's terrible shop management, and now you can't even find the game. So that's where I don't think the ports are bad. I think the eShop's bad. And it's not just ports. We're getting a ton of games. New indies, new new Nintendo first-party titles, new third-party titles, and a ton of ports. They've got to do something. I mean, we've talked, we've been complaining about this for a year or two now they they got to fix the eShop. it's it's bad um it it's just it's bad yeah you know, it needs some help needs some tlc i i don't think it's beyond repair you know i i think there's a lot of stuff on there but there needs to be better sorting um you know the the demo section needs to be better sometimes it, games with demos shows up all games with demos sometimes you can only search for the game itself that you found on reddit has a demo like how ridiculous is that like that's a pretty easy thing to to not mess up so right. so stop messing it up yeah it sounds as i find it easier to look for games on steam than see if it's on switch you know and that's i mean that's unfortunate because unless yeah. you know the name of the game that you're searching for you may mm-hmm. have a hard time finding it you know, you may you may not even find it if it's not in the top 30 in downloads or whatever or sales, right. it it may not be there. And so here's here's what's interesting, though, is Capcom. OK, I don't quite understand Capcom's uh, hesitation with the switch because Capcom had one of I want to say top 10 and po- I, it, I, for sure top 10. I don't have the stats in front of me. Yeah. Uh, games sold on the 3DS in Monster Hunter. And I think I, there's three Monster Hunter games on there and all of them sold uh, incredibly well. Right. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I don't know that it's necessarily and I'm just guessing. I don't know that it's the the lack of of uh, trust in the system. Or, or, and in some cases, it may not even be that they're dipping their toes in the water. It's that they're waiting for the install base right? so that they can then make their money back when they drop these killer, these killer uh, games, you know, like, and so that may be really what we're seeing, but here's, here's what I want to see. 
a, a little bit more of Nintendo, give Capcom some freedom with your IP here, just like you did with uh, with uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors and Fire Emblem Warriors, Starlink and Mario plus Rabbids. I'm sure Capcom's got something that they could, uh, you know, yeah. they, they've, they've got something there that, that could be a, a good crossover or, you know. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know necessarily what that is, but i i would I would like to see more of that. That's one of the things I put in the article. Is just like I, I, I I'm excited for E3. What are we going to see from Ubisoft? We got Mario plus Rabbids. We got Starlink. What's next? You know what's yeah. what's what's the next? You know, it be Assassin's Creed with Mario. Like what? <laughs> What? <laughs> huh. that, that would be interesting that would bring me back to assassin's creed <laughs> so that's dark. probably the only way they could do it mario's just knifing people and stuff <laughs> i think you would have to do that as one of the bowser minions right like you couldn't you couldn't play that game as mario would ruin everything yeah 80 plus he's so bad at being like he probably could not sneak very well he'd always just be like you know, yeah. like oh there he goes yeah. <laughs> So but he's trying really hard. So yeah, you know. he is. He is. So uh, I think I think you were spot on. Hit the nail on the head with the. They're probably looking at the install base, and you know they're probably working on stuff for Switch now, or I, I would hope they are. Um, but going into it, you know, how many 3ds's are there in the wild? There's. I, I don't know the number, but it's a lot, and. Oh, the, say that again. The number of 3ds's. Yeah, uh, it's it's up there. I don't know the exact. It's it's. I mean, let me look. But it. I, I want to say it's like eighty. Uh, right. Eighty, like eighty or ninety million. But I'll I'll check so we get the exact answer here. So so you know they they probably have their analytics going and say okay you know this type of genre game only gets twenty percent of the install base or 10%, you know, whatever it is. Well, 10% of 10 million at the time for switch is not as substantial as 60 million for the three DS or whatever the case is. And I'm sure the numbers change too for a home console versus a portable. I think the install base on the three DS is, you know, more interested in JRPGs and things like that than maybe a home console user is. That's not always true. Don't don't at me. Don't be mad that I said that. <laughs> I'm just saying a lot of home console users are first-person shooter fans, sports fans. There's definitely JRPG market. There's every, you know, there's every market, right? But if you're only a sports fan, first-person shooter fan, you know, one of those um, game players you're probably not very interested in most of what Capcom's bringing to the table. So you probably also don't own a 3DS. As of December 31st, 74, almost 75 million units. That, that's substantial. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a large install base and, and that market's not being flooded with games. So uh, you release something, you're, you're probably going to sell. I'm going to see if I can. Uh, um, the problem is I, I typed in the wrong thing here. Uh, I want to find I want to find uh, sales numbers because I'm positive that Monster Hunter is in top 10. And that's the one they ported over to the switch, right? Uh, generations ultimate generations. is what they. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what they that's what they brought over. So. Let's see yeah. here. Um, let me. Oh, and I maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm not see. It looks like top ten here. So top ten, I I I I was incorrect. It, I I'm I know it is in top twenty. Uh, but yeah, the top the the top ten. Here we go. List of best selling here. It's not going to take me too long here. Uh, yeah, number twelve, Monster Hunter okay. Generation. It's four point three million units sold. So, so with an install base of when did that game come out? 
just real quick, Monster Hunter 4 is the 13th at 4.2 and Monster Hunter I'm sorry, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate and then Monster Hunter 4 at 4.1. It outsold Ocarina of Time on the 3DS. All three of them did. Well, that's disappointing. But <laughs> again, that was a port, right? So not everyone's interested in ports. So you're you're going to hit a smaller target audience. I mean, so you have to assume 4 million out of you know, whenever those games released, maybe 50 million 3DSs, maybe 40 million. I don't know. Um, but you're looking at a smaller percentage. So mm-hmm. you look at the Switch, which had just recently exceeded 20. Um, so maybe at the time of, you know, them making the decision to jump in and you know, we were only at 10 million, uh, you're, you're looking at less than a million sales potentially. So is that... Is that where you want to invest your your money in? Um, I think it would have benefited them if they had. I think anyone who went full steam ahead and just gambled on Switch, they 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 made out okay. I mean, based on the the limited data we have, it, it appears that way, right? Yeah, I'm curious about like, and especially like some of the M rated titles, you know, Doom, Skyrim, uh, Wolfenstein. You know, yeah. that that kind of stuff. I'm I I do wonder how they're how they're doing, but they're sticking with it. And then Doom Eternal's coming out, right? I mean, so so we're seeing that they're they're continuing to uh um continuing to support. And and then here's the thing: you look at those games, I imagine some of those games weren't the easiest to port over to the Switch, right? And yet here here we are. So it's just it, you know, it, it's it's interesting to see this far along that we're still, you know, only seeing, only seeing, uh, some ports, but I think this might be, I think this E3 is going to be that year. Uh, kind of like you were saying that work it's, it, it could be a really exciting time. And we, you know, what's, what is Ubisoft going to bring to the table? Right? Yeah. Like what is this year's, what is this year's crossover title? Is there one? I hope so. I hope so. You know, is somebody going to finally bring back like, like what you would like Diddy Kong racing, right? Yeah. You know, like, I, come on rare. <laughs> come on rare. <laughs> or at uh, least, at least that team, whoever they are, get back together. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is the year we see Madden come to switch. You know, I, I know it wouldn't be bleeding edge, but I think, you know, we saw FIFA a few times in a row we've seen nba 2k i think people would kill for a madden on switch i'd buy madden again i haven't bought it in two years i'd buy it again yeah absolutely i haven't bought a madden in a ton of years (laughs) you know what madden i bought last year 3ds madden (laughs) exactly so i i think you know i understand them kind of being reserved initially because of how the wii u went also it's a hybrid system so that's unprecedented. How is that going to exist in the market? Is it going to do well? Is it going to flop? Nobody's ever done it before, right? Um, so I get it, but I don't think they're—I don't think they're doing that anymore. I think they—they've seen it, and now they want to—they want to get on the gravy train, right? Like the Switch is still selling like crazy. The other consoles are kind of on the downward slope. They're getting ready to launch their next consoles which I don't think actually hurts the switch at all because it's not really competing with them. It doesn't have a direct competitor. You know, in a perfect world, you have your next gen bleeding edge system and you have your switch to play before you go to bed or on the bus or in your Tesla when you should be paying attention to the road, but instead you're playing your switch, (laughs) you know, nothing else fills that market. So I don't think they have a competitor. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost like mobile devices at that, at that point. Right. I mean, that's, yeah. am I going to pick up yeah. my phone or am I going to play Tetris 99? You know what I, you know yeah, what I mean? Am exactly. I going to look at Twitter I, or play Tetris? Yeah. Yeah. Twitter or Tetris. I, I just think the, the switch is in such a, a great spot. Um, unless Sony or Microsoft come out with, you know, uh, their next gen consoles, a hybrid. Um, I think Nintendo is on the road for a while and they're, they're going to be doing well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And so part of the reason for me putting this article up is that I've seen it. I've seen the, the, I've seen both sides, you know, both camps. Some, some people are like, no, 
everything on the switch, right? How many times have we all said that? I want to see everything on the switch, but then I've seen the camp. That's like, Hey, uh, the switch is nothing more than a port machine. There's not even, you know, there's hardly anything new on the thing. It's mostly just ports from, from older systems, you know? And I mean, there, there is somewhat of an argument there, but Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing just because that's, that's the, that's the case. Right. And so, um, I want to get to the comment section here on this, on this article. This is from Keyblader and it says, bring on the ports. There are so many great games I would love to see on the switch. And it, and it would only add to my hope that the switch can become the all in one console ports can also be uh, the in-between when we are waiting for animal crossing switch, Luigi's mansion three Pokemon sword and shield, etc. So again, there's, there's somebody pro ports, right? Uh, simple monk says, no, I don't think we are getting too many ports. Keep them coming. There are a lot of last generation games. I still want to see ported like fallout three, which I'd love to play on the go. Yeah. You know? There you go. So there's, there's another one. And then, uh, this is from Delmonic says, yes, there's a lot of ports coming to the switch, but I don't think that's a bad thing at all. If you don't want them or aren't interested in them, don't buy them. I think the ports are great. It helps uh, diversify the library. And even though a good bulk of people have probably played them, there's still plenty of people who haven't not to mention for some of these titles, this is the second shot at success for myself. There are certain games I'd love to have on the switch for the portability factor. And that alone is worth it to double dip uh, on some of these, uh, on some of these Uh, hashtag port it to the switch. So, (laughs) you know, the, uh, that's, that's all been pretty positive. I did post this in a Facebook group and the initial comments too, were like, no, bring on the ports, bring, bring it on, bring, you know, yeah. and then it got a little crazy. They were like, and bring every GameCube game and every 64 game. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, that's, let's, that's the dream. Let's, let's pump the brakes I, here. If we got a little time still, I don't think it hurts anything, you know, to see these ports. I'm still waiting for the Pikmin ports and, you know, Pikmin four, it better be at E3. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited because I did get rid of my Wii U regrettably early. And so I missed out on a lot. You know, I want the Windmaker HD port. Mm. Um, I want, well, all of the Zelda HD ports that just came out. Twilight Princess and... and um, uh, get the, the 3DS one ones of. too. Get Ocarina on there. Get, get you know, get Majora's yeah. Mask. Let's, let's just, let's go. Let's get them all. So, so I'm down with that. Um, I'm also very much down with other devs bringing their ports. Caveat, the only thing that I even am at all concerned with, don't bring me a port if that is at the cost of you developing new IP. If you can do it with a small team, limited resources, port everything. If if that means we're not going to get the next killer IP, I don't think it's worth it. You know, that's some that's where I would have to cautious but i i don't believe that's the case you know you don't need you don't need a writer you don't need motion capture you don't need you know, to uh, redo the score and voice all that actors stuff. again yeah so i think you can do this while working on your next killer game for the switch yeah and the one like the few the few areas where i really think it would benefit metroid prime trilogy that port would be amazing on the switch because especially after getting teased with four and now we're not, now we're not, now it's not, now it's not showing up. I think, I think the final, all the final fantasy stuff, I think it's great because it gives people either one, the chance to try it out for the first time or two. It's, you know, that's, that's where their nostalgia is. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like me with, with Mario or, or Mario Kart or anything like that. Like that's, that's the, that's the nostalgia factor there. And that's, that's very much the case with, uh, with final fantasy. So, you know, d- double down on that. And, but then still like, still like still bring us something, hmm. bring us All something, right. right. Bring us something. So the nostalgia thing, like you mentioned is totally real. You know, I will buy Ocarina of times as, Ocarina times as many times as Nintendo is going to sell it to me. Mm-hmm. I will I will buy a Texas Inter- Instruments calculator if it comes preloaded with Ocarina of Time. Right, like <laughs> I'm all about it. Right. So right. 
And that's true for the Final Fantasies for people. Like you said, you know, that was the thing that got him into gaming or that was the thing that got him into stories. Or some people have gone as far as to say that's what helped them um, learn to speak, read English, you know, because the dialogue and like, how cool is that? And to be able to have that with you wherever you go, you you want to play before bed, you're sick with the flu, like, you know, whatever the scenario is, you have that comfort in your hands. Um, I, I think it's great. And then, you know, the flip side, I never played Final Fantasy 12. I have almost bought it a bunch of times now. I'm probably going to wait till it goes on sale. But because I've often heard it's the best in the series, I'm like, well, I should probably play this. And it just came to Switch. And so I keep looking at it and I'm like, ah, these these games have been going on sale pretty quickly. You know, maybe I can hold off a little bit. So <laughs> I will pick that one up, though. That's definitely one I'm going to pick up. And otherwise, that would have been one I never played, never go back to play. Sure. Um, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah. And it feels I mean, the other thing that I was kind of thinking about today and kind of comparing it to is like, it, is this the is this the Hollywood scenario where it feels like they can't ever come up with anything new? And it's always it's always just like, oh, look, we're going to see. We're going to see Mary Poppins again, or we're going to see, you know, whatever the case is. There's, it's like, it's yeah. like a lot of times it's just a rehash of an, of another, like, you know, total recall. And now we see another total recall, you know, and you're like, yeah, really? Yeah. Was that yeah. necessary? And so, uh, but I don't think that's the case. I think, I think, I, I think it's more of like, these are kind of some good business decisions. And I think at the same time, it's a little bit of fan service at the same time. And there's always going to be people that are just like, no, I, I hate everything and I can't have fun playing video games. I'm more happy when I'm angry, you know, then I don't know what to I don't know what to do for you there. At that well, point. then this is good for them, too, because it has something to fuel their fire and they can be angry at something. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You want to be outraged at something? Go ahead. Be Be my guest. You can be outraged at me. I either said something that did or didn't offend you and that is or isn't offensive. So <laughs> you know, go ahead. But so I from the sounds of it, I believe your stance is pro. But what is your stance on the ports? Are you all in favor? Uh, The only thing that I have that I have reservations about is just like if I I I do wonder about the the stability of the market, you know, And, and I also wonder about like what is what is Nintendo having to do? Like, what is Nintendo possibly holding back that is leaving windows of opportunity for these third parties because they want them to flourish? Because if they flourish, there's the, you know, I mean, how I, I would be willing to bet that that Final Fantasy, one of these games, a handful of these games were system movers for the switch because people were like, even, you know, even probably some like, you know, hardcore Sony fanboys, fangirls, that kind yeah. of stuff. May have been like, I get Final Fantasy on the go. Let's let's do it. You know, I'm I'm all for it. And so with that with that being the case, like, yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I do just wonder, like, is Nintendo not that they're delaying stuff that we know about, but are they like, okay, we're not gonna we're we're gonna leave these these launch windows open and then we're not getting, you know, a Mario Golf or or, or something like that. But I mean, at this and at the same time, Nintendo now has the, the luxury of let's polish these games. Let's leave them yeah. in the, let's leave them in the oven. You know, uh, I think tennis aces could have, could have benefited from being in the oven a little longer in the oven, a little longer, you know, yeah, Mario party, definitely in the oven a little longer. And so Very maybe important. now that's going to be the case. So, and you know, I is Sony doing that? Is Microsoft doing that? You think? Um, I think at a certain point, you just release your games. The install base is large enough. You know, not everyone's interested in Mario. You know, you know, not everyone's interested in Final Fantasy. Whatever the case is, uh, at a certain point, I think you stop caring about that, and you release games when you want to, and everyone else releases games when they want to, you know, maybe you give a courtesy to the third party devs and say, Hey, I'm releasing a new Zelda right here. Um, 
if you want to avoid it, you can. Otherwise, you know, you can you can release your game there if you want. Good luck, right? Yeah, right. And so, I and I just do you think Sony or Microsoft are even concerned with that? No, but I don't feel like, and I and I'm I obviously I don't follow either of those those yeah. co- companies as well. But I don't know that they're seeing. In some cases, all three systems are getting the same games at the same time, right? Like L.A. Noir, the re- HD remake, or whatever. You know that that came out on everything. But uh, but in some cases, I feel like you know did did Xbox get all these Final Fantasies and, and PS4 get all the Final Fantasies that the Switch just got? Was that a thing that went yes. through all the systems? Well, maybe not all of them, but they did just get a bunch. So. You know, so I mean, in that case, then you know, probably not. But we know Microsoft doesn't have anything coming out anyway, right? And 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 PlayStation is pretty pretty few and far between at this at this point. You just had Days Gone, which is you know kind of hit or miss. But you know, I I I, yeah, I could be completely off, and that's fine. Like I could be completely off. That's all good. I don't like. I don't. I don't. I don't, you know, it's, it's all good, but, uh, I think seeing third parties it in any capacity is, is a good thing at the end of the day. That's my final answer. It's a good thing. Seeing square, seeing, you know, mortal Kombat, seeing Ubisoft, cuphead. seeing cuphead, you know, yeah. just the amount of support the switch is getting is good. It's it's a good yeah. thing. I, I understand. That's a weird one because that's first party Microsoft coming over to Nintendo. Like we've never seen anything like that before. It, you know? right. or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, not I mean, that was exclusive, right? I mean, yeah, I we, guess they're second party, right? We got to. Well, but that was like exclusive to what PC and 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 uh, uh, Xbox. Minecraft was already on the Wii U, I believe, and then you know, it continued on, uh, onto the switch and things like that. But, but this seems, this seems, you know, the whole like buddy, buddy Xbox and, and Nintendo, <laughs> like E3 is going to be it's, crazy. It's going to be it's good to play together. It is. It is. So it's good to play together. All right. Should we wrap this thing up? Let's do it. All right. So where can people find you? You can find me right here on Mondays, 8-ish p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, You'll also find me Twitter, on Discord, um, Xbox, Switch, all hate zero. So hit me up. That's all. Just hit me up. He He just wants to play Super Blood Hockey with somebody. (laughs) <laughs> I wish I could. The game's so good. So good. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, all of the places is that N6 for Josh. You can follow this show at N Powercast. The show notes for this episode will be available at N64josh.com slash NPC205. If you want to email the show, it's npc at n64josh.com. And if you'd like to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash npc. Uh, pick up something awesome like Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, and hopefully soon, Another Castle. Yeah, pick uh, up something awesome like Another Castle. Ho- hopefully, well, hopefully. Uh, the chair I'm sitting in from OPC, go to n64josh.com slash OPC to automatically save $10 at checkout. I do have a Patreon. If you guys want to help support all the content that I create, you can go there and check out the different tiers. I do have a handful of t-shirts, quite a bit of merch, actually. If you go to n64josh.com slash store, you can check out all of that. Um, of course, the Discord, n64josh.com slash Discord. Come hang out. Come talk games. Come play games. Come join the Mario Kart tournament on Saturdays at 11. It's uh, it's a good time. Also, the Facebook group and 64 joshcom slash Facebook group. And we got the subreddit as well. And 64 joshcom slash R. I just want to say thanks, guys. If you're listening on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you so much for listening. Really do appreciate it. If you're here with us live on Twitch, thank you so much. I know it's late for some of you guys, but we appreciate you being here with us. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. All right. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for watching. So, uh, Eric, good. 
good, good time hanging out, man. I like, yeah. I, I like this. I like this. So, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad we're able to do this again. We just had to get the get the timing worked out. I do want to let you guys know the Thursday show. I'm gonna I'm gonna start mixing things up. Like I said, I'm doing an interview this week. Um, I think I'm gonna do away with the uh, uh, the sales and the uh, um, the download. I'm going to pick just a couple of games worth noting and and talk about those briefly. So it's a little more concise, a little more to the point. And, uh, you know, and I'm also going to start working on a um, like Josh recommends each week. I'm going to try to get get something going for indies and stuff like that. So uh, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now. <laughs>